try it. Okay. Okay, well, it's recording now. Well, something's going to go wrong, inevitably. <laughs> You're just full of joy this morning. Are you getting ready for Christmas, is it? <laughs> Hello, my beautiful listeners. Today is a very special episode because I've got a co-host. I'd like you all to meet Mr. Joseph Beecham, um, the inventor of the English accent. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Joe. Um, Well, you know, as stunning as that introduction was, I'm pretty sure people were using it before I sort of, you know, picked it up. Yeah, but you brought it to the forefront, but uh, go on. Well, what what sort of do you want me to say? Well, I mean, think of it this way. We're all on a date right now. Okay. So, oh, 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 yes, yeah. of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, you're, you're looking lovely this evening. Are you or, talking to me or them? Um, all of you. You still there? I'm still here, yeah. I'm waiting for oh, you yeah. to tell me about yourself. Oh, was that, was that sort of where we were? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm a fella. I'm just a country boy mm-hmm. uh, living in a small fishing village mm-hmm. on the northern coast of the southwest. I really like that. That felt like I was getting to know you all over again. Thank you. Well, lucky you. Um, okay, and I hear that um, you have a, a really cute, interesting story about kittens to share with us, don't you, Joe? Um, and it's okay, we can j- I'll just edit one in later, don't worry about it. So video games is actually what we're going to be talking about. Because mm. um, I hear that you are a bit of an authority on the matter. Well, you heard it from me. <laughs> yeah, it still counts, it still counts. <laughs> so what was the last video game you played? Oh, can I guess, or would that be rude? No, 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 go right ahead. Okay, I'm going to guess New Las Vegas Fallout. Oh. Or that, that one, you know the one. I mean. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, and you are so very, very close. Um, in fact, um, that's, I am playing the same franchise, but I've sort of gone back a game. So I'm just playing Fallout 3, which came before it, Wait. and everything's slightly green. Is you that maybe it. your screen, or your, you do have kind of... You know, as stunning you are in terms of your, you know, sort of biological knowledge. My <laughs> biological sure. knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that's how eyes work. Are you going to say that because my eyes are green? How did you know? That is, that is actually what I was going to say. I didn't, You're... but I was like, that sounds stupid. I'm not going to say it. Wow. No, I've known you too long. You see, we come from very different backgrounds, if you will. Um, eras, Okay. Mm. And so I don't really know what's on the scene right now. I mean, the last video game I played was Solitaire, so... <laughs> but my question is, okay... Oh, gaming has just moved on so far from that. we got Minesweeper now, we got Backgammon. Is Minesweeper, like, is that where a lot of Minecraft took its inspiration from? Because I know you're also a bit of a, a Minecraft buff. buff. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's, it's virtually the same game, yeah. just with a few updated graphics. Except you can actually win Minecraft. Oh, can oh. you? I don't know. Can you? Oh. <laughs> well, that's actually a good point. I think you are more likely to win Minesweeper than you are Minecraft. I ha- I Minecraft have is ne- very open. Yeah. You've never won Minesweeper? Absolutely never, ever. And I've tried so many times, like since, like, 97, when we had, like, a big breeze block of a computer. And that's what I used to do all evening, is play Minesweeper. And I just thought it was, like, guessing. But it turns out there's actually skill involved. You, you can, like, you can figure out how to win. These numbers actually mean something. I've been to all these years. <laughs> yes, I was wondering how long it would be before you tried to imitate my accent. Uh, not long. Yeah, apparently. Long. My question is, like, uh-huh. where do you guys go, you guys being the gamers of today, if you want a good, like, button-bashing, like, fighting game? You know, because I had, like, Street Fighter, Tekken, Mortal Kombat. Wow. Where, where do you go for that now? 
Um, well, honestly... Be honest. Um, be honest. I can take oh, it. I'm always honest. Okay. Fighting games. Yes. Honestly, they have never really been my cup of tea. Okay. Um, I, I know a little bit of them. And to be honest, I think uh, the majority of... And this is, this is uh, by no means um, an expert talking. You... Wow, this feels weird saying. You probably know more than me about that particular area. Was that difficult for you? Was that really difficult? <laughs> it just felt weird in my mouth. Wow, this is a weird day. Um, so I'm going edit to edit that out because my mum listens to these. So. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. So I think um, the way sort of gaming has gone in that sort of genre mm-hmm. is actually um, sequels to the ones that you used to play. Mm-hmm. So okay. you've got like Street Fighter 15 and Tekken 12. You know what, I kind of just, me being egotistical me, just thought that they stopped making them whenever I lost interest. Oh, bless. Yeah. Yeah, you were the, you were the core audience. Yeah, they're like, well, Siobhan's making YouTube videos now, so she hasn't got time for us, we'll just stop. Yeah, yeah we'll just give up, go into knitting and embroidering. So what is your go-to video game that you just like makes you feel comfortable? Like, what is your peanut butter and jelly sandwich of okay. the gaming world um my particular staple usually is ones that let you develop a character and actually make your own story okay that's not to say that i don't like uh, a lot of you know very linear games like spyro uh, the magic dragon bit before my time and <laughs> i it's more of a console thing isn't it but yeah that's another thing i should mention i've never uh, been into console games have you ever which, owned one no, no. Whoa. I'm okay. proud of it. Okay, okay. What happens if... Okay, what I'm trying to say is, like, with a co- console, it was, like, it was more magical, it was more special, okay? We, you know, now, like, someone could call you in the middle of a game and it'll, like, literally come up, like, on your screen and interrupt you. That's why there's sort of, you know, go offline or do not disturb options for... I assume we're talking about Skype here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah what else? Um, Google Plus. Yeah, <laughs> oh, good one. Um, so yeah, if I'm if I'm really into it, and to be honest, that is a lot of the the appeal for me mm-hmm. is that when you're playing on a console, that's it. You're playing it. You're playing it until you get bored of the game. Yeah. Whereas if you're on a computer, you could be playing it, and then something will come up. You'll get a notification, or someone will call you or message you, and you'll sort of get torn away from the game. But there's it, that's not so much unpleasant as it makes you want to go back. It makes you want to play it more. Okay, uh, so you're basically saying the generation of today need a lot of things at the same time in case they get bored. Um, that wasn't where I was going, but you know... But I we have to make it kind of political and controversial. Do we? Yeah. I think last podcast for you I heard, we were talking about Justin Bieber and Tropico and yeah, but we the had Illuminati to... were in there at some point. Yeah, exactly. The Illuminati. That got a lot of like, whoo, Jay-Z was knocking at my door after that. <laughs> I never let you answer the question I asked you. I'm so sorry. I asked you what is your go-to game, and then I just started like ragging on you that you don't have a console. My bad. Well, you know, I, you know, you're an interviewer. You, you're not very good at interviewing. <laughs> My go-to game. Um, like I said, I am a fan of the sort of charactery ones, where I can actually fully be a part of the game. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there are some games that, you know, can work all right for this, but... Sims! Sorry. Sims? No, no, that's, that's, that's a good example. It was better than Spyro the Magic Dragon, anyway. 
significantly better. Okay. Um, an example would be, um, well, a lot of the Bethesda games, um, and they are the uh, developers, creators, producers, I don't know, of mm-hmm. um, both the Fallout games, well, the new Fallout games, and the Elder Scrolls games, which is Skyrim and that sort of jazz. Skyrim, yes, that's another one that's like, ooh, you know, all buzz. There's a lot of buzz related to it. Am I wrong? Um, you would be absolutely right if we were doing this in 2011. Okay. Or whatever it was that came out. Dear me, I'm a terrible authority on gaming. Uh, when I don't actually know the dates of things, I should be able to tell you, you know, the day Nintendo released their first ever blah, blah, blah. Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's classic game. <laughs> so, okay, what is the difference between Skyrim and what is that other one? It's like, oh, warriors and, and Egyptians. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yes. Um, that's actually, it's still a very popular game, but it is quite old now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is actually quite interesting because it's one of the few old games, if I can't even think of any more, that still, I think, rely on a monthly subscription. Even games that I've thought look absolutely amazing, but rely on a monthly subscription, I can't enjoy that, because I feel like I'm being charged for fun while I'm having it. No, you should never be charged for fun. Fun should be exactly, free. Yeah, fun should be free. Yeah, Like uh, this podcast, woo! Well, <laughs> um, so whereas if I'd actually, you know, already bought a game, I can put it behind me, it's like, okay, there's the money gone. I might as well enjoy this now. Yeah, it was like, it's more like an investment then, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can, exactly. make, a return, you can make a return on it. Yeah. Kind of, if you sure. sell it again. Yeah. <laughs> so. that's, a, that's actually a pretty interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. I trust you to start going into finances and with your stocks and shares. Is that still a thing you do? You know what? Um, since the soybean incident, um, <laughs> I haven't... I do penny penny shares now, um, so I'm literally just dealing with pennies. And you know what they say, pennies make pounds, so uh-huh, uh-huh. there you go. There you go. <laughs> I thought you used euros over there. Yeah, well, I, I, I dabble in the English stock market. Ooh, yeah. risky. Yeah, well, risky. I'm all about the risky. Ooh. Get some sterling in there. This date, ooh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Pillow talk. <laughs> what about Candy Crush? No, can I retract that? I'm sorry. Uh, you can, and I'll be very grateful if you did. Okay, thank you. Grand Theft Auto, yes. Ooh. Yes. Now, wasn't the last GTA game you played uh, back when it was two-dimensional? Yes, and I feel like that was the real, like, that was the real Grand Theft Auto. That was where all the, like, the real kind of magic, it was the, it was really thug. It was ghetto, is what I'm saying. And nowadays, oh, it's just like, I don't know. Okay, look, I, I haven't played it since then, so I don't know. No, no, you just you just like to trash the newbies, don't you? GTA um, is not a thing I have ever replayed, really to be honest. I mean, uh, back when I was in school, I went round my friend's house and we had a cheeky play of one of them, because, of course, you know, we weren't allowed. Oh, that is scandalous. That's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This podcast um, needs more scandal. Of course, of course, because I, I was always raised around... Um, very, very nice, gentle, fuzzy games like... Um, Care Bears. No, maybe not quite that fuzzy. Um, Adibu. What one. is Adibu? Wow, that I, sounds... No, nobody else ever seems to have heard of that. And for their sake, I'm actually pretty glad. Um, <laughs> if anybody listening Adibu. has heard of it or Mercy on Their Soul has played it, 
Um, what, what, what happens if I Google image it right now? You explain to them what it is while I Google image it. Okay, you're not going to be... Well, it's spelled A-D-I-B-O-O. Um, it basically is educational and fun. Um, and I believe the first one... I think there were two. Um, and I've actually tried to search for them online. <laughs> I see it, I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty disturbing. Um, but it was basically this little... I, I don't know what he was. Elf child? Um, um, he and, looks like an elf. Yeah, I'm going to say elf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he had a dog, um, which, in absence of legs, had uh, one big suction cup. Oh, that's. Oh, wow. Yeah, I see the suction cup. Wow. Yeah. Um, and there was a monster, and there was a robot, I think. I see here there's also a special customized Adiboo PlayStation controller where he's, he's actually on it. Wow. Oh. No, I, I wish I That's had That's your Christmas that. present, Joe. Yep, sort it. There was also a mixing bowl that would talk and tell you how to make cakes. And that, that's it. You'd open the fridge and there'd be lots of different ingredients. And you used to just put whatever ingredients you wanted in this mixing bowl. And depending on what you put in, it would affect what you got out at the end so if you oh my it, gosh that's such a good like lesson for kids you get you get you get out what you put in yeah so yeah that was possibly my first real introduction to gaming um and then after that uh impossible creatures which is oh, an absolute classic game you can um it's not quite as uh iconic as adibu and basically the main concept of that it looks like a farm was, animal game yeah, you know what, that's, that's actually pretty close to it. You would go around, in the campaign, you'd go around on these islands, I think you were looking for your dad who turned out to be dead. Oops, spoilers. Oh my um, gosh. And there were all these forces trying to stop you. Um, but because they'd discovered some gene-splicing mutation thingy, um, every creature that you found on these islands, so, you know, as you'd start off, there was just, like, skunks and... Uh, lobsters just sort of milling about um, and then you'd get your, your character, I think it was called Rex and he'd shoot them with like a dart thingy um, and you would get their DNA then and then you could splice them with any other creature you found Oh my gosh, it's like teaching kids how to be like neuroscientists or something I mean for its time, I don't know when it was uh, made It actually looks really cool, I'm not going to lie it looks really before its time Yeah, 2002 Wow, Which, I was 12. What age were you? Um, that's a damn good question. Seven. You were playing this at seven? Oh my gosh, you were an advanced child. I didn't play it as soon as it came out. Oh, okay. It, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was maybe nine. You were playing Abby Doo or whatever at seven, so... Adiboo. Yes, oh, sorry. <laughs> I still maintain that it's a bit before its time, because it wasn't just that you'd find one creature, find another creature, click a button, they'd be together. You would actually um, design them. So you'd have these two creatures, and then you could say, do I want it to have the head of a rhino and the body of a lion? Okay, that's why or... some of these look seriously messed up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So you'd actually um, design what particular body parts would belong to which creature, and that would affect... Uh, so say if you gave it the uh, legs of a cheetah, that would make it go faster. Okay. And then the head of a sloth, uh, sloth would make it have more bite. Okay, so, uh, so then when did... Because this is one game we've talked about... Not this game. We haven't never talked about this game before. <laughs> the, um, the next game I'm going to mention, we've talked about before. And we've had a bit, there's been a bit of controversy about it uh, in oh, our good. friendship. Do you know what I'm going to say? I don't. I'm excited. 
Abe's Odyssey. Oh, of course. Yeah, the creepiest, most disturbing game around. The noises in it, I can still hear them. Um, you, if you think that is the creepiest, most disturbing game around, you and I need to play some Penumbra, or perhaps... Penumbra? Uh, is, what is that? Is that a game? Like a, it, is a, it is a game. game. It's a game series. Uh, it came before, but it, by the same people that made Amnesia. Amnesia. Which is widely regarded as the sort of... Um, top of the hierarchy of modern horror games um but i found those ones much more scary because they're more raw and weird and you you, what you find it more scary than abe's odyssey abe's odyssey isn't scary no it's not scary i mean disturbed easily well yeah as an eight-year-old i was quite disturbed by it it was. I just found it very dark. I was like, I don't understand why my brothers are playing this. Video games are supposed to be fun. Crash Bandicoot, Spire of the Magic Dragon, and there's Bandicoot. this. <laughs> and there's this creepy little alien like burping and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, one thing that we probably should cover that is the prime example of a dystopian society. I mean, you use that word a lot, so I thought I might as well give you a bit of a. Uh, a bit of a description. Okay, now I'm with means. you. Okay, now you're with me. I think I haven't looked this up, but I believe dystopian means it's a bad society. This is the best date I've ever been on. Can I just say that right now? Yes, yeah, I feel close. <laughs> I feel closer to you. I feel closer to my listeners. Our listeners. Sorry, I'm very possessive. Of course, of I've just realised now mm-hmm. uh, who it is you remind me of. And Good. I'm really hoping somebody, one of your listeners, mm-hmm. uh, which you've probably got like three of, including me. Wow. Um, and your mother. Um, <laughs> on this uh, new uh, f- uh, Las Vegas Fallout game that you refer to it to, okay. Fallout New Vegas, uh-huh. um, there is a radio presenter. You can tune into one of the radio channels. And there's a Mr. New Vegas who who presents one of the channels. Okay, okay, I'm and feeling I, that. I remind you of a, a, a radio announcer. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But you, I've only just realised now how similar you are to him. Because when he sort of presents his show, it's, it is like he is on a date with his listeners. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, when you Google search, you get a load of people that aren't him. Oh, like wannabes, yeah. There's, when you Google search me as well, there's a lot of people that just like aren't me, so... Jealous. Yeah. Jealousy is a terrible thing. It is. Um, it's actually what my last podcast was about, folks. So if you want to check that one out, too. You just, did you like that? That was rad. No, I skipped it. It was a bit boring. You skipped me talking to you. Is this something you do regularly in conversations with people? <laughs> I haven't seen your second oh, you Oh, yet. you skipped that podcast. Okay. Mm. Uh, are you going to skip this one that you're in? Or, uh... Well, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of your guest on it. I prefer just listening to you. Oh, you turned that into a lovely compliment. I like that. No, I've I've had a, I've had a great time, Sharon. Yeah, thank you so much for being here today, live in the studio with me today on Judas Circumstances FM. Okay, have we done the signing off then? I I, th- I think so. I mean, I have a habit of them just ending abruptly. So.